What's up, guys? This is Impact on Purpose. Change your home and your dome by making powerful choices and loving others well. We hope you enjoy the episode. And remember, brace for impact. Hey guys, welcome back. The election is over. The world has not fallen apart. Um, but I think there's some stuff left unsaid that I that I could have talked more about last week, and I want to spend some time um, going into this week where, as believers, we draw the line um, as far as civil disobedience or just following the laws or rules in general. So before we get into the content, I just want to remind you that we're on YouTube and all podcast platforms. So um, check us out at Impact on Purpose Podcast on YouTube. Um, and please subscribe and share over there. And if you're listening on podcasts, please rate and review. Uh, it helps a lot to get um, get some publicity or some visibility in the algorithms that all the podcasting apps use if we have more ratings and more reviews. Um, and I'd love to hear feedback, obviously, as well. That's kind of the most important part. So please drop a review, even if, even if it's just to say hi. And uh, I'd love to talk to you guys. All right, so let's get into some content for today. So last week I was explaining... Um, that it is our job as believers, hands down, to um, honor the places of authority and also the people in them. And I read from Romans 13 why we should do that and why God, why the Bible says that that's exactly what we should do. It's very specific, but I'm going to read it from a different translation this week, maybe uh, give you a different perspective on why that is, and then we'll talk about some, some examples of um, when we have to divert from the rule without diverting from honoring. So here's Romans 13, um, again from a different translation. Paul says, Every person must submit to and support the authorities over him. For there can be no authority in the universe except by God's appointment, which means that every authority that exists has been instituted by God. I'll say that again. Every authority that exists has been instituted by God. So to resist authority is to resist the divine order of God, which results in severe consequences. For civil authorities don't intimidate those who are doing good, but those who are doing evil. So do what is right, and you'll never need to fear those in authority. They will commend you for your good citizenship. Here's the last part I'll read. Those in authority, this is verse 4, those in authority are God's servants for the good of society. But if you break the law, you have reason to be alarmed. For they are God's agents of punishment to bring criminals to justice. Why do you think they carry weapons? You are compelled to obey them not just to avoid punishment, but because you want to live with a clean conscience. So there's a lot there. I think the first part of the, that section is, is the most important, is that God has anointed every place of authority, and so and not, no authority is had without him. Um, and that's pretty serious stuff to think about. Um, but like last week I was saying, no matter who wins the election, no matter who's in charge of our state, our town, um, we have to honor and respect those places of authority. Um, it's not the person, it's the place of authority that that person is in, temporarily in most cases, um, that we have to respect and therefore the decisions of that person, whether they're the best for us or not, um, whether we agree with them or not. There's definitely some, especially in the state that I'm in, in New York, um, there's very specific things that might be coming down the pipe um, having to do with education, with vaccinations, um, with the co with COVID in general, that I'm not a fan of uh, at all. Um, we talked about last week the whole the mask decision uh, and kind of having to submit myself to that. And it really comes down to 
we have the choice in America to submit to those things or to move to a different state where those things are not laws. And that is kind of the beauty of the country we live in, is that the states make a lot of the laws. And so we get to really go to the places that fit our um, standards best. And so that is freedom. That is that is an amazing freedom to have. And I'm really grateful that we are in a country that we can do that in. So um, I guess the the impetus here is where do we draw the line? Where do we say, no, we are not going to do that? And the Bible gives two or more, plenty of really clear examples. We're going to talk about just two, two or three of them today. Um, and the best place to find out where to, how to do this is to look at Daniel's life. And not only his life, but the life of the other young Jewish men that were taken with him um, to serve the kings of Babylon and eventually of the Persians. So we're going to look very quickly at the beginning of Daniel in the lion's den, and then even quicker at um, the fiery furnace. And then we'll look at one, one really quick verse in Matthew as well. So here is the beginning of Daniel chapter 6. Um, let's see, where can we start? Um, so I'll get the, the context of the beginning is that um, Darius, the king of Persia, who Daniel serves, made a law. We all know this story. We all know the story. But he made a law saying that um, you may not pray to anyone but him. Um, let's see. Now, O king, established the injunction and signed the document so it cannot be changed according to the law. Right? So he, let, he made a law saying that everyone needs to pray to him. Let, let, I don't need to read the whole thing. I'm going to start in Daniel, in Daniel 6.10. So when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went up to his house where he had windows in his upper room open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks and gave thanks before God, before his God, as he had done previously. Okay, so the first thing he did was break the law. And he continued to break the law over and over and over again because that law stood in the way of him communing with God. All right, so as we know, uh, the men then kind of barged in on him, found him praying. Uh, they went to the king and said, did you not sign a petition that says anyone who... Um, Anyone who makes petition to God or man within 30 days except for you shall be cast into the den of lions. And there it is, right? And we know that Daniel did not resist the punishment. He honorably went to his punishment, and he prayerfully lived through his punishment, which is a whole nother part of the story um, that we're really not even talking about. But there, there is honor in accepting, and Paul talks about this, there's honor in accepting being punished for doing good. There's honor in that, and, and there's, there's anointing in that as well. Um, but Daniel prayerfully went into the lion's den. He prayed throughout the whole time in the lion's den, and he, he glorified God through that whole experience. Um, but that is really not the point. The point is, or really not my point, the point is as he knew the law was signed, and he immediately went up and prayed again to God because that's what we do. We're not going to stop our relationship with God because of a law. So... That is where we draw the line, right there, um, where, and where there is any law in place that tells us we cannot be believers, right? When, where we cannot commune with God and live in the way that he is prescribed, right? So God has not prescribed that we should live, you know, free to choose whether we're wearing masks or not. That's not in the Bible, right? That's not 
we, that wearing a mask does not prevent us from being a believer, from loving others, right? It might make, you know, smiling at people harder, um, but it does not prevent us from loving Jesus and loving others and loving ourselves, right? So those are the places we draw the line. Those are the places. Um, for example, right, some of us have had, or the whole country has had different versions of shutdown over the last nine or ten months now, I guess eight months, because um, that's how old my daughter is. But um, if, those, if that sh- shutdown rule stops us from bringing people into our house that we can minister to, that we can build relationships with, that we can share the gospel with, that we can build biblical community with, then that's a problem, right? That's where we quietly and honorably do what God has called us to do. We don't do it out, we don't do it out loud. We don't say, hey, we need to have a gym full of people or else we're not, you know, we're not believing uh, or not, we're not meeting as the body of Christ. That's not at all what Jesus calls us to do but he does call us to meet together with others, right? So if that's the case, then that is where believers say, sorry, no thank you, I'm going to meet privately in my home. Uh, and, if, and if I get in trouble, I get in trouble, and I will honor that consequence. So the same exact thing happens in Daniel chapter 3, um, where people are talking about these certain Jews um, that are, uh, that pay no attention to the king. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. And um, we know exactly what happened. Um, the, the king asked them to bow their knees to him, and they said, no, thank you. That We have a relationship with God. And they honorably accepted those consequences, and they prayed through the consequences. And again, amazing, amazing things happen, right? That's, that's just persecution, right? When we get, when we get, when we get punished, by people, by man, for pursuing a relationship with God um, in uh, contrary to the rules of man, then that's just persecution. And we, we know the promises about per- persecution. One, that we'll have it. Two, um, that we are blessed when we have it. Um, and three, we have this amazing story of Jesus meeting these men in the fire. I think that's amazing. Um, Jesus said when he was asked... Um, when someone was trying to get him to trip up, when uh, they were asking him whether we should pay taxes, Jesus said, give to God what is God's and give to Caesar what is Caesar's. And that is the perfect example of how we are to operate in the face of a law that um, commands us to worship idols or to stop gathering as a community or to stop sharing the gospel. We give ourselves to God. Right, we give the physical things to the people who may, who who you know the taxes to the people who um, regulate the government. We 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 obey those things, but we draw the line right there at breaking off relationship, community, and living like Jesus. And we do it humbly. We do it knowing um, that there might be consequence, and we do it honoring the authority that gives the consequence. And we do it in prayer. So I think that kind of puts a bow on the whole politics discussion, at least for me, at least for now. Um, But if you have questions or if you have comments or if you totally disagree, I would love to talk to you. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Um, So please send me a message, send me an email, send me a comment, write me a review, whatever you want. And um, I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. See ya.